Good morning and welcome everybody. You're listening to Faith FM 87.6, or 88, right across Australia, right across the Faith FM network. Wherever you are, this is The Breakfast Show, positively different radio in the morning with the double L team, Lyle and... Lawson. Welcome to the show, Lawson. Oh, mate, stoked to be here. Happy to be here, speaking. Fantastic. What are you thankful for this morning? I am extremely thankful for our prayer meeting that we've been running as a part of our church. It's just just amazing, you know, coming together with the church family and just praying for stuff and seeing God work in those situations. It's just, just powerful. Absolutely. Fantastic. That's awesome. And uh, I should mention that coming up on today's show, we're going to have a bit of a Chinese theme. Yeah. Yeah, we are. So we have uh, a, a new story coming out of China. Once mm-hmm. again, we're looking at the uh, social credit system that they're building over there, facial mm-hmm. recognition technology, which is just completely off the charts. It is next level. It is something that, you know, five years ago you couldn't even dream about. And we're looking at how it is coming here to Australia, mm-hmm. being rolled out in Perth. Wow. Uh, getting us ready for a similar system. Uh, we're going to be introducing uh, Scarlett, mm-hmm. uh, interviewing, I should say, introducing and interviewing yep. Scarlett. And Scarlett is going to be, she's from China. Yeah. I don't think Scarlett is a Chinese name. No. Something Well, she that. would have a Chinese name. Yes. Most most Asians have two names. We didn't ask her her Chinese name. We just called her Scarlett. She's yeah. an awesome person with a yeah. great testimony. Just fantastic, um, you know, coming from, uh, you know, an, an atheist family, finding mm. God, giving a life to God, and, and now Specifically the middle of China. The middle of China. Yeah. Not the north, not the south, but from the middle. The middle. Yep. So she's a wise person who has probably been asked that question. Oh, we know all of this. Why do we know all this? Because this is the, the delayed, delayed Broadcast. broadcast. And we tell you about it every morning, Pat Lawson, <laughs> if they want to listen to the live show, uh, how do uh, how do they get the live show? So, you can get on your phone or your laptop or your computer or, you know, whatever you have internet access with. You can go to faithfm.com.au. You can go and press a little play button right in the middle of the screen and bada bing, bada boom, you're listening live. Simple as that. The other method you could do is... is Constantly call us at um, at you know the Faith FM or one eight hundred three two four eight four three and ask the question. What would it take to get the live show on my transmitter? Mm-hmm. So and they if will you have want that an answer you can, for you. You just hound us and we'll get it done. It's usually a fairly simple uh, technology upgrade, and away you go. Bam, problem solved. Amazing. And then you can uh, uh, listen to it on the off from the transmitter through your car, or uh, you can use. Oh, I actually like to, to to do it off my phone anyway. So much mm-hmm. better for a, a better signal, and it never mm-hmm. goes away. You never drive away from it. You uh, get to listen to the uh, the entire show while you are driving around and without missing any of it. So uh, yeah. Anyway, stay tuned. Great program coming your way. A lot of us grew up believing At any moment we can lose it all And at the drop of a hat God might turn his back and move on A lot of us feel like we blew it Thinking that we're just too far gone But I want you to know there's still a hope for you now No matter 
listening to Ryan Stevenson here on Faith FM and we are about to launch into the quiz. What's the first clue for the quiz there, Lawson? All right. So before we get to the first clue for the quiz, I thought I'd switch it up and instead would promote what we're actually giving away for the quiz. We always give something away for the quiz and it's always potentially two prizes. Mm -hmm. But I have a prize chosen out here for the person that answers the quiz correctly. All right, so what are they going to get today? Okay, so there's this amazing book. It's by an author named Ed Dickerson called For Such a Time. Yeah, I've seen this one before and I actually want to copy myself. I think there's a lot of good sermon material here. Mm. But oh. um, at the same time, it's a very um, easy reading book. Mm. Oh, it's it's awesome. It's, uh, you know, it's just a just a lovely, well-written book. And it's what it's about is um, it, it goes through the stories of 15 remarkable women in the Bible mm-hmm. and just how God works through them and intervenes in their life to, to, to do his work and yep. have his will unfold on the earth. So, if you know the answer to the quiz, you can have that book, but you won't know the answer until I give the clues. Mm-hmm. So, are you ready for the first We clue? are ready for the first right. clue for the quiz. Let's get your engines running. Here we let's go. Just, let's, see, let's see if Mon can text in with the correct answer. She's okay. uh, li- listening from Tasmania, <laughs> where her parents' rooster woke her up at 2.20 this morning. Epic. So she has, uh, she is definitely a morning person mm. now. Amazing. All right. First clue. Who am I? The Lord said I was worried and upset about many things, but only one thing was needed. Mm-hmm. 
You think you've got an idea, Lyle? You think you know what it uh, is? Gotta write it down. Ooh, I'm gonna write it down. Here he's comes, going, here comes, he's here going here for some paper. He's going for some paper. Oh, and it looks like there's only one prize today. Like, like man, just snap it up. Point. It's gone. On there you point. go. So if you Mind want you this book, on two prizes, you can text in now and see if you can get one. <laughs> yeah. So if you want this book for such a time, and if you know the answer to the clue, um, give us a call on one eight hundred three two four eight four three, or um. Text in at 0491064669. And for the record, we're not going to give it to Mon even if she does text. Yeah, we'll give her bragging wh- rights. Why would we give it to Mon? We're not allowed to. <laughs> that's it gets the, that's against cheating. the rules. That's cheating. <clears throat> okay, so uh, what have we got for positively different news right, then, Lawson? So we've got my favorite kind of news. Do you know what that is? Uh, motorbikes? Renewable energy oh, news yeah, in the form yeah. of motor vehicles. Yes! <laughs> so yes. we're going <laughs> to... Hey, now, I have to run this idea past you. There was okay. a letter came into the uh, the Newcastle Herald the other day from somebody proposing that the V8 supercars uh, be replaced by electric cars. And when I heard that, I'm like, that's just the most stupid thing that I've ever heard because, mm-hmm. you know, the whole thing about V8s is the cool sound. But then the more I thought about it, I thought, you know... Electric technology is actually, you know, to build electric muscle cars will place, you know, because you've got the whole Prius thing, you know, that mm-hmm. it's like nobody wants to get Prius on their hands. It's mm-hmm. just like, you know, and, and it's seen as being the lamest car on the planet. Uh, but, you know, electricity does create massive amounts of torque. Mm-hmm. And it would be cool to see electric cars racing around that track. Yeah. And, you know, big battery banks, you, you pull in the pit, slide out the battery bank, slide in the next mm-hmm. one, and away they go. It'd be, it'd be different. Well, I'd, I'd, I'd go to see that. Well, they've already uh, taken that idea. Right, tell like us about it. Four years ago, uh, oh. with with the with the you know the the invention yeah, of Formula seen, E. Nah, but, but we haven't seen them go around Bathurst yet. Come okay, on. okay, okay. But. And also, V8 supercars aren't V8 anymore, by the way. Just letting you know, you're behind the times, Lyle. They're V6s now, so... Lame. But The whole world is becoming lame. Check this out. See, electricity is way less lame than a V6. (laughs) You have to admit that. Yeah, come on. It's true. If you're going to have a muscle car, it's it's either got to have electricity... Or it's got to have a V eight, a V eight, yeah, hundred percent. But here we go. So this electric car, this 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 electric car is special. It's made by the University of New South Wales and has just broken the world record for driving across Australia with the least amount of energy and money used. Oh, so cool. check this out. It drove across Australia, so from Perth to from Perth to Sydney. Okay, in six days. Using $50 worth of energy. $50. $50 worth (laughs) of energy. So, so, so that's. So we're from to what, like Brisbane to Perth? No, no, Sydney to Perth. Sydney to Perth, yeah. Sydney to Perth, so roughly 4,100 kilometers. Yep. Using $50 worth of energy. That's awesome. That is just. That's very cool. That is amazing. Yeah. That's so good. And it took it six days as well. So you can imagine like it went for a bit until the battery ran out. Then it does, you know, a charge up and goes and that for is, a bit. That is the disadvantage of electricity, but it is uh, something that, you know, technology is rapidly solving. Yeah. Well, they're, they're finding that it brings my mind to the, you know, the whole Formula E thing that they're running. When it started, they had to have two cars to run a whole race. But now they've got to the point just five years later that the, you know, the technology increase in the, the lithium batteries they can now do an entire 40-minute race on, on one battery. You know? It's still a 40-minute race. Yeah, it's, but... It's still not Bathurst. 
Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's still not bad. It's, it's not real, we're, you know. We're getting there. We're getting, dude. We're, we're gonna, ha- we're gonna have electric V8s one day. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, well, they're not gonna be V8s, but they're gonna be electric muscle cars, and they're gonna, gonna make, race around Bathurst. Gonna they're gonna, gonna make, make Lyle happy. Yeah, I'm gonna make electricity <laughs> sound cool somehow. But you know, that silence is just like eh, it doesn't really cut up compared to a V8. But you know, hey, man, the best thing about this is that it was actually made by a group of university students from you know University New South Wales. Um, yeah, they just. A bunch of, you know, electrical engineers um, and mechanics came together and just threw this car together. And the, this was the the actual, like, first run at it. And they've just completely shattered all the world records. So, man, leading electrical technology, you know, electric car technology is coming out of Australia. Go Australia. Which is awesome. Yeah. Mate, it just makes me feel patriotic. I'm just seeing the Australian flag raised and they're <laughs> hearing our national anthem as we're standing on the podium of Lawson the first has his, ever. Lawson has his hand over his heart as he, <laughs> as he speaks, you know. As, as we win the first ever and, and, electric and, V8 supercar race. And tears up. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. This so you're next- here to pre- re- replace Monica and she's usually the one who cries on air. Yeah. Actually, she's only ever done that once. Okay. But it was fun. <laughs> it was. It, wow. Ouch. Ouch. But anyways, <laughs> our next news story, this is actually, this is amazing. This is like probably one of the most amazing things that I've, I've seen in the news for a while. A girl's inoperable brain tumor has vanished and doctors have absolutely no explanation. Okay. So this, this is not this, the first time this has happened. Yeah, definitely not. But I want to read this. This is, this is amazing. So... This girl, her name is um, Roxley Doss. She was diagnosed with a rare cancerous tumor known as diffuse intrinsic pontine glioma. I'm pretty sure it's pronounced, or yep, it's just one. called uh-huh. di- it's called di dipg. Okay, and it's this. It was this ginormous, inoperable tumor, right? You know, to to the front of her frontal lobe, and it was. They were just like, man, this. We can't even. We can't operate on this. We can't do anything. She went through a bunch of chemotherapy, a bunch of radiation. They were not yielding any results. Um, you know, this girl's 11 years old really struggling um and her family and her friends got together and they prayed they prayed that a miracle would happen and they got it they went in Price to do it. they went in to do a cat scan and it had completely vanished untraceable yep. this brain tumor completely undetectable on the MRI scan you know like this is a good news story this is a positively different news story but this is not actually a terribly unusual one mm. Man, this 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 stuff's happening pretty regularly. Yeah, and you would you would know this as a pastor, like mm. you know, going into these situations and uh, you know the whole anointing service thing, seeing seeing that stuff unfold. I n- I've never I've been a part of anointing service, but I've never myself seen as a you know Jurassic turnaround. I've seen people who have done an anointing service for and they've eventually got better. Mm. But have you seen that before, Lyle? Like where oh, yeah, you've gone, done an anointing yeah, yeah, yeah. service and someone's been like healed Absolutely. straight up. And I, oh, man, that's just incredible. Yeah, we anointed a, a, a fellow one time who was told he'd never walk again. He walked into church the next day. <laughs> well, they, <laughs> there you go. Miracles do happen. I think Absolutely. that's the amazing thing about God. We, we don't serve a, a, a passive God as some people claim him to be um it's a it's a very pagan idea that oh you have a god and and you know you 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 do stuff to him to try and appease him and and maybe he'll like fix you up 
we don't serve that kind of God. We serve a very alive, a very real God who is doing real world work, um, who is who is changing lives. Um, and it's just amazing to see an example here of of a bunch of people getting together in faith. Um, you know, like. Daniel-esque, coming together and saying, hey, you know, our lives are on the line here, or the life of this little girl's on the line. God, we need an answer. And God has, God has come through and provided. So that's just so amazing. I think it's awesome. Um, but now we're going into Lauren Daigle with You Say.
That was Lauren Daigle with You Say here on Faith FM, and the quiz has already been snapped up. I think Ooh, that's the, one of the bam, quick, bam. quickest ones that has ever gone. So congratulations to Helen from Greenpoint uh, for getting the quiz this morning, and she says that she is donating the book to her local women's ministry. Epic. So uh, congratulations, and... Um, I think uh, her church is down at Gosford, so you were looking forward to a wonderful new book right there. Mm-hmm. Fact, we actually had two callers call in for uh, the quiz already, so oh, yeah, man. phone lines have been running hot, but it is gone. <laughs> it's, good, it's a good thing I answered it quickly, else we would have been giving away an extra prize this morning. <laughs> All right, Lyle. Yeah, so, so the other day, um, okay. well, a, little, a few weeks ago, uh-huh. the other day refers to anywhere within the last... Yeah, year and a half, forty-six years for me. <laughs> um, <laughs> the other day when I was five, yeah, um, I posted a photo on Faith FM of myself when I was fifteen years old. But I have come into possession of a photo of Mon when she was fifteen years old. I wonder whether I should post it. Oh, you should do it. <laughs> I loved that photo. That photo when you were fifteen. Oh, she's listening oh, right now, and her brain is going to be melting. But no, I won't be doing that. I don't have permission. Well, she'll, she'll give us. We'll work on her. She'll give us permission. I kind of doubt it, actually. But anyway, <laughs> that's all right. It's all good. All right, where are we up to? Uh, China. Um, now we've been talking about China on and off, and we're going to have a bit of a Chinese theme this morning. Has um, we've been talking about their uh, social engineering that mm-hmm. they are conducting with um, rolling out half a billion now uh, facial recognition yeah. cameras to track every person, everything that they do. It's linked into an algorithm that tracks what they do online, um, how many computer games they play, um, looks at whether they're buying and eating healthy food, whether they're drinking too much beer, whether they're jaywalking, whether they're stealing toilet paper or whatever it might be. (laughs) Okay. No, no, I'm serious. I'm serious. You've got facial recognition technology that allows you, in a public toilet, two feet of toilet paper per 10 minutes. Wow. Wow. That's it, because that, apparently some people have been going to the toilet and stocking up. Dude, that's, um, that's wild, hey, that's just, <laughs> I don't live in China, don't get that, but anyway, fair enough. If that's their problem, that's what, walk, that, what they are dealing with. Um, and of course, the whole idea is to determine a person's level of criminality and punish them before they commit crime. So mm-hmm. it's pr- predictive policing, and you lose all of your rights if your social score becomes too low. And you can't travel, you can't own a home, you can't, you know, send your kids to a private school, mm-hmm. you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Whereas if your social uh, uh, credit number goes very, very high, then you are free. You have free reign for uh, whatever. They've taken it further. And now in places like KFC, you can smile to pay. So you walk in, look at the camera, and it automatically takes the money <laughs> out of your account. Amazing. So, you know, we went from uh, credit cards where you used to have to, uh, you know, click clack. Remember those? You probably don't. We click clack. Yeah, you put them in this machine and go thunk, thunk, and it takes the impression of your credit card. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and then you'd sign it to the ones that you printed out and you'd sign to the ones that you, you know, just uh, insert and swipe and now just tap and go. Mm-hmm. Well, over there, you just look. Just like, bam. Done. That's Paid like my for. phone. I can just look at my phone and it opens. Yep. These guys, these guys are doing it with KFC. Man, this and, is this is the just, innovation not, not, that not, we need. Not just KFC. <laughs> this is this is moving. This is moving incredibly fast. So if you want to get into a childcare centre, 
it has to recognize your face first and recognize oh, wow. you as a safe person okay. to be able to go in there. Oh. Um, if you're doing exams, you have to walk past the facial recognition camera mm-hmm. to make sure that you are the correct person to be in that classroom taking mm-hmm. an exam at that time. Yeah. Um, police are wearing sunglasses that recognize faces within 100 milliseconds. Wow. Dude, this is like some spy movie stuff. It's like some Mission Impossible, wearing sunglasses that recognize people's faces. This is, this is reality following art. Reality copies art. This is amazing. And, you know, we've created it on Hollywood and someone sat down and said, like, okay, let's see how we actually do that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, now it is being done. And, of course, when you look at a situation like that, you think, well, you know, that's that's China. Yeah. They don't really have a whole lot as far as human rights over there. And, of course, uh, the quickest way to get yourself very, very low on the social score is to become involved in religion. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're a religious person, you are marked down automatically and lose a tremendous amount of your rights. If you are a religious person who is involved in the underground church, of course, your life could be at stake. Yeah, well. And, uh, you know, that's that becomes a whole another level of seriousness again. And you sort of wonder, do you reckon it could ever come to Australia? Yes, I definitely wonder that, you know, some, some innovations coming from a, a part of the world that's... That's you know booming at the moment. Then it's like, oh, is this is this going to cross the border? I think, especially just geographically, China's not too far away. Okay, so we talked about this earlier in the year, but um, two years ago there was an algorithm written in Adelaide that has successfully tracked and predicted every industrial action that Australia has faced. Um, ten ten to fourteen <clears throat> days before it has happened, has been able to alert police and uh, the um, the companies involved. <clears throat> So that's predictive policing right yeah, there. Yeah. But now the Perth CBD is rolling out 453 of these facial recognition cameras. Wow. Out of their Smart City Innovation Program. And uh, not only can it track your face uh, from one camera to the next to the next to the next, so you can, you, can, you can put in a face and then you can see everywhere where that face has gone, but you can also, you know, say, for instance, a child has gone missing and you can't pick up the face somewhere. You say, I'm looking for a child in a red shirt, and suddenly it only brings up red shirts. Mm-hmm. And then you find a particular red shirt and you can track it all over the city. Mm-hmm. Um, you can do the same with a backpack or a hat or, you know, whatever yeah. else it might be. And, of course, the information stays there for a month. So if you want to go back through it, mm-hmm. you know, a month after an incident has happened, then you have the ability to be able to do so. So, wow. yeah, it's here. It's wow. on its way. It's on its way. You know, it's 453 cameras is a little bit different from half a billion, mm. but uh, it's still, you know, this is this is just, you know, it's basically conditioning us to mm. the new world in which we live, and this is the new world in which we live. And, uh, you know, when, uh, when these cameras track me and when they track you, Lawson, may they be tracking Jesus Christ. I, I pray to God. When they build an algorithm that is a description of you, May yeah. that not be a description of you mm. or me. May it be a description of Jesus mm. Christ. This is not something we can avoid. This is not something that is going to go away. This is the future. We need to recognize that. Uh, it is the world in which we live, mm. and we just need to make sure that, hey, do we ever get called into court and they bring up, you know, you've been here, you've done this, you've done the other, that that's exactly what Jesus would have been doing if he was here at that particular mm. time. Yeah, and wow. Whatever, whatever the camera or the algorithm is tracking Jesus Christ through my life, mm-hmm. I'm cool. I'm happy <laughs> with that. Yeah. You know? I think you only need to be worried if, if you're if you're 
gone astray, you know, if you're doing the wrong thing. Like, yeah, and, and, and of course, you know, if you're in China and it's tracking Jesus Christ, then that's going to mm-hmm. put you pretty low because yeah. he scores pretty low on their social credit system. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's going to cause a lot of trouble for you. Mm-hmm. And uh, we need to have the attitude, you know, as they do in some countries, that uh, they say goodbye to their family every day, not knowing whether they will ever yeah. come back again. Wow. Because of their belief in mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Well, I'm pretty sure in, in Acts chapter 5, Peter says, you know, we ought to follow God, not men. You know, like that—that's that's our mission. That's our—that's our goal. While we're, we're while we're here on Earth, we we live in this sinful world, and it's like, man, we have a mission. We have one person who we need to follow. We we have uh, we have a direction, and you know, things can often come in the way of that. That's the uh, that <laughs> that's usually the that's the result. That's the the consequence of people trying to live a sinless life in a sinful world. That you know, often. Um, you know, we can be persecuted and and have struggles because of that life that we're trying to live. But ultimately, what's more important, you know, um, being on the side of the infinite God of the universe who's given everything for you, you know, not only created you but redeemed you, or be on the side of a, of a perishing world. Absolutely. You know? I think it's actually quite interesting that, you know, I think politically one of the big... Uh, worries has been oh china taking over the taking over the world but it hasn't been we're seeing here that it's not by military might but rather nearly like ideology ideology and technology Mm. that's like coming from china that's it's like enslaving itself you know Mm -hmm. this this Mm -hmm. thing that everyone's worried about like oh we're going to be enslaved by china it's like no we're just using the technology to enslave ourselves and their ideology as well because you know china is very very Mm anti-religion And we have a, a a growing movement, I think, which has been driven by the um, you know all of the the sex scandals within religion, where Australian culture is becoming very anti-religion, and you can yeah. see how it could very easily you know set itself up for um, the similar kinds of pers- religious persecution to take place. Mm. Anyway, this is uh, Matt Minicus featuring Clint McCoy. Give me the Bible, star of gladness gleaming To cheer the wonder, lone and tempest-tossed No storm can hide that peaceful radiance beaming Since Jesus came to seek and save the lost Give me the Bible, holy message shining Thy light shall guide me in the narrow way Precept and promise, law and love combining Till night shall vanish in eternal day Give me the Bible when my heart is broken When sin and grief have filled my soul with fear Give me the precious words by Jesus spoken Hold up faith's lamp to show my Savior dear Give me the Bible, holy message shining Thy light shall guide me in the narrow Accept and promise, law and love combining, till night shall vanish in eternity. 
That was Matt Menicus featuring Clint McCoy, McCoy, I should say, with Give Me the Bible. Yep. Love the old Clint McCoy. <laughs> how, did I, how did I manage to uh, throw in? You, you're holding the quiz in your hand ready to give another quiz. Yeah, I know, but I, there's it's, no more quiz left. So come on, like my, my job is just over, you know. I just get to sit here now. Well, I don't. I still have to speak, but, uh, but yeah. Anyway. Okay, so we have a very special guest joining us in the studio this morning. Scarlett, welcome to the show. Thank you. Hi, everyone. I'm Scarlett. <laughs> now, Scarlett, tell us uh, a little bit about yourself. We want to hear your story this morning, uh, your journey of faith, but you've got a little bit of an accent, and I suspect you may not have been born in this country. Whereabouts do you come from? I'm a Chinese. Uh-huh. I came from China uh, four years ago. and I just graduated from Macquarie University last year. And then I just waiting for the opportunity come up in the church organization. Because for me, I really want to serve God in the church and serve God in the church organization. Mm. Wonderful. Now, what part of China do you come from? I came from the middle part of the China, not the north, not the south. The middle okay. part. The middle. I'm glad you said the middle part because sometimes, you know, so often when I ask people, my Chinese geography is very, very poor, unfortunately. I have to admit that. And uh, so often I ask people that are from China, like, oh, whereabouts do you come from in China? And they say, oh, I'm from such and such a place. And I'm like, okay, that has zero meaning to me whatsoever. (laughs) But you gave a good answer. You come from the middle part. That's fantastic. Mm -hmm. And um, we were just talking about China, Mm -hmm. a very, very interesting country. Um, We were just talking about how they have, you know, this social... Uh, credit system, you know, that they run through all of these cameras and so forth. Yeah. Did they have that before you left? Uh, maybe. 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 <laughs> oh. <laughs> I like that answer. Maybe. Now, for a student like yourself that is studying overseas, mm-hmm. um, does that affect do, – do you have a, uh, a social credit system that is affected by that or is that a maybe as well? 
A factor what? Does your social credit go up or down uh, based on studying here in Australia? I didn't think that much. Okay. I think that for me it's I really want to make the positive change to the society. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No matter what your social credit is, as long as you can serve the others, can help the others, mm. make the positive change to the community, to the society, that's what I focus on. I like that answer. Man. I like that answer. Mm-hmm. So regardless of your social credit, yes. so long as you're doing good in the community. Yes. Yeah, yeah praise mm-hmm. God. That's awesome. Yeah. So mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, did you grow up in a, uh, in a Christian home in China? No, I'm not. Oh, really? Yeah. Actually, I have a little story I want to share with you guys. Please do. Yeah. And uh, I'm not, I'm, my parents are not Christian, but it's very interesting. It's my grandma from my mother's side. And she converted to the Christian in her later age. I think when she 50 or between 50 to 60, she turned mm. to the Christian. My grandma, my grandma lived to 88 or 89 years old. But she just passed away last Friday. Oh, I'm uh-huh. so sorry to hear that. Yeah, she's the only Christian in my family except me. Mm. And 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 how did she respond when she found out that you had become a Christian? She's really happy. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. So how how did you become a Christian? Was that here in Australia or was that in China? When I came to Australia. Okay. Yeah, and since I'm very young, my grandma do bring me to the place where she worship. I see people with bow down and them pray and singing, but that's just something in my mind. I never pay much too much attention. Mm-hmm. Until later, I went to Shanghai. I'm studying and working in Shanghai. Have the Australian couple. They are living in Shanghai as well. They are the Christian. They give me the Bible to read. They said, Scarlett, you are looking for the wisdom. This book is the wisdom. You should read it. But I never take it seriously. I only mm. read when I'm available. Mm-hmm. They invite me to the church. I only go when, I'm ha- when I feel I want to go. I never take it seriously. Mm. And things, but later when I came to Australia, and my friend is helping me, this Australian couple helped me to find in the Christian family for me to stay with. Oh, that's nice. So you start, you know, now you were studying in uh, Macquarie University, yes, you're I saying? Yes, I did. Yeah. So that's in Sydney. Yeah. And, um, and so they had friends in Sydney that you could board with? Was that how it worked? Yes, but this lady is from a church as well. Mm-hmm. I came to Sydney is on a Friday, and the next day she bring me to the church. After that, I never stop. Oh, is that oh, so? Wow. Oh, wow, yeah. praise God. Amazing. What yeah. church, which, which church was that? It's Watara Church. Uh-huh, nice. Mm. Actually, uh, I also wanted to point to one thing. Environment can shape the way you are thinking. Mm. Environment have the very have a very significant impact as well. Because back in China, like, my friend, no one goes to church. My friend is not the Christian, like my age. It's hard to see any young people who is Christian. So if you become the Christian, you will be so weird in other people's eyes. Mm. So that's probably make the difference. Mm-hmm. And uh, last year when I told my parents, I'm going to baptize, let everyone know I'm the Christian, my parents can't accept that. Because mm. my parents said, you are too young to be the Christian. <laughs> <laughs> too young to be a Christian. That's interesting. Well, mm. I guess your grandmother, she was what, in her 50s when she became a Christian? Yes, mm. yeah. My mom said, you can't wait till like your, grandma, your, like your grandma's age, you can become the Christian. Because that's how it is in China. Mm. That's oh. how it is in China. It's hardly to see any young people 
who is a Christian in the church. Oh, mm. I see. Okay, okay. Mm. All right. So that's, that, that kind of makes – because I was wondering where, where does that statement come from? Because, I mean, here in Australia, it's like you become a Christian, mm. you know, as soon as you give your life to Jesus and, yep. and, and children. We have Darren Pratt come yep. in here and he talks about, yep. you know, ministry to children yes. all the time and children yep. giving their lives to, to, to God. Yes. Mm. Yeah. And uh, – but – yeah, I guess if uh, if you were sort of just looking on and just seeing churches full of old people, then you'd think it was an old people thing, but yeah, it's not. Yes, mm. yeah. So I tried to explain to my parents. I said, in Australia, young people, even the children can be the Christian. I tried to explain to them, and they, but they accept the message very slowly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 and how do they feel about it now? And now they are happy. They cool. are happy. Yeah. Mm. Yes, and especially when explaining to them, I said, like my grandma, one day I will see her in the in the heaven. I said, for you guys, you are not believe God. I said, I won't see you in the heaven. Mm. I told my parents yeah. it very clearly. I said, if you love me, you have to love my God. If you really love me, you also have to accept what I believe in. Mm. I told my parents very clearly. I said, you can't see anything. You can't see anything against the God. Because like people who sometimes they see something not respect, I said if you show this attitude, I said I'm not your daughter anymore. Wow, I'm I get very clear boundary. I said you have to respect my belief. Mm-hmm. That's more important than anything. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah absolutely. Oh, that's fantastic. Wow. Mm-hmm. Now you say you went to church that first Sabbath and you've gone yeah to church. Every Saturday ever since. Yes, yes. Um, was there a was there a particular point there where you just made a decision? I'm going to give my heart to God. Was it on that first Saturday, or was it you know sometime after? No, that? no. And actually, for me, it's I'm a, I'm the person to take everything very seriously. Mm. Especially, especially when you give the promise to God. And for me, it's. One go to the Watara church, and then later my friend invited me to go to the other church. He said, in this church, you have more young people, maybe suitable for you. Many students from Macquarie University. I said, oh, okay, let's go have a look. Well, I went to this church, and then they said, would you like to have Bible study? I said, oh, awesome, I would like to. <laughs> so I started to study Bible with my Bible teacher. Actually, from the beginning, my Bible teacher said, when, when would you like to be baptized? I said, wow. I, I said, unless I have a very good understanding of God, of the Bible, it took me for two years uh-huh. to mm. understand. Yep. I, I appreciate that. Yeah. You are somebody who doesn't just sort of, you know, take somebody's word for it, but likes to investigate for yourself mm. and know exactly what you believe in. That's that's fantastic. Mm. I, mm-hmm. I, I definitely admire that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, well done. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, moving on to something else. Yep. Um. What were you studying at Macquarie Uni? I studied accounting. Accounting? Yes. Yes. Something I could never do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't put two numbers together. <laughs> I admire people who are good accountants because I am the world's worst accountant. My wife does my accounting. Um, <laughs> and uh, you're now working here mm-hmm. um, under the same roof as our studio. Um, what does your work entail? Here, what what are you what are you doing here? Are you working in accounting? Yes, I do. I working for the treasury department, mm-hmm. and then look after the treasury is for God. Mm. I really feel I, even I'm not 
from the beginning, I said, I said, God, if actually I want to hear the story before I say this. Actually, when I finish my when I finish my degree, I waiting for six months for this opportunity to come up. Mm. And then I pray to God every day. I said, God, I really want to serve you. I really want to serve you in church organization. I said, God, could you open the door for me to do it? Mm. I said, I don't care what's what's the job position, how much they pay me. I said, that's that's not the thing I'm looking for. I'm just looking for the opportunity I can serve you. So when God gave me this job, I said, God, I knew this job is really important. I will give a hundred percent, two hundred percent of my heart to the job. So I'm really grateful I can serve at here mm-hmm. in the treasury team. I one week I'm doing on the uh, one week I'm doing the payroll, and the next week I was doing something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And some weeks you are handing Lyle his uh, penalty bills. <laughs> <laughs> no one likes it. You will be. You will be. You will be glad to know that those bills are over there in the rubbish bin. They have all been paid. <laughs> yes, I was using one of the uh, one of the the vehicles from um, the conference office here. And it didn't have a toll tag in it, and I just drove all around Sydney for uh, several days, and so there was nice. a big pile of um, toll bills that came through. <laughs> so now they have all been taken care of. There was a couple came through, and Scarlett handed them to me. I'm like, hey, just don't panic. We'll just leave these sitting on my desk because there is plenty more to come. <laughs> and that's so amazing that um, you know you you studied in a specific field, mm-hmm. um, and then. Man, you said, oh, I have these skills that I want to use for the Lord. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to go to my knees and, yeah. and pray and pray mm-hmm. that God yeah. opens up the door to use the skills that he's given me, the, the yeah. talent yeah. Um, to work for him. And he's given you a job that, mm-hmm. like you said, is so important and it's so it's so applicable to you. You go mm-hmm. and you study accounting, yeah. uh, get a degree, and now you're working for the church doing doing the, the treasury and yeah. supporting the mission of God. like. Yeah. I think it's, man, what a what a blessing! That's so amazing. Yes, so, it is. So, um, you've got your Bible open there. Yes, I do. Is there something in particular that you wanted to share with our listeners this morning? Yes, and in the in the past four years, and you can imagine that, and actually, I thought I'm the bravest girl in this world, and later I realized I'm not. Mm-mm. I have to rely on God. Mm-hmm. Whenever I feel stressed, whenever I feel discouraged, and then I will open my Bible. Mm. For one word, it's really, it's deep in my heart. It's in Joshua 1 with 9. said, this is my command, be strong and courage. Mm. God will be with us no matter where you go. Whenever I feel, whenever I feel I'm going down, I will remember this one. It's that's God's a, that's promise. It's a, a great promise. Um, and uh, did you know... That that particular promise right there has been put to music. There's a scripture song that goes with that one. No, there is. We'll have to teach it to you later. Mm-hmm. Won't be doing that on air. <laughs> you are never, okay, get never the, going to hear Lyle get, ever sing. Get the on guitar air. out. We'll make Lyle sing. Lawson, Lawson can uh, Lawson can get his guitar out and he mm-hmm. can teach it. But that's a great promise and it's been yeah. put to music. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you can you can actually sing that. Now you've mm-hmm. moved to Newcastle. Mm-hmm. Uh, you found a church family up here. 
Not yet. Not yet. Oh, let me recommend. <laughs> let, let me recommend this wonderful church in Maitland. Um, and we are having the most awesome um, mm-hmm. Christmas program. So mm-hmm. let me just pass this across mm-hmm. for you to have a look at. It's Come mm-hmm. Let Us Adore Him. Mm-hmm. And it's this Sabbath. And so here is your personal invitation to come wow. and visit us. Thanks very much. This Sabbath. At uh, Maitland Adventist Church And for all the rest of our listeners You are also invited mm-hmm. um, It's put on by uh, Dr. Sayam Easton mm-hmm. um, And uh, she's been doing this for quite a number of years now And just does the most amazing job ever mm-hmm. um, And so we would love to have you get, Come along if you can Thanks very much for the invitation You're welcome <laughs> And if we're doing personal plugs Then you can come to my church after Raymond Terrace Mission And you can hear me preach next weekend So, so if you... <laughs> Actually, I moved to Newcastle since I got to the job, but I still live in Sydney. Ah, okay, oh, wow. so you're commuting up here. Yes, yeah. yes. I still attending my old church for, I just moved here, it's actually one month ago. Um, yeah. yeah. Mm. Very good. Well, we need to move on with uh, today's show. Scarlett, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we're going to be listening to Jaden Levick with Amazing Grace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. Was blind, but now I see. When we 
to Faith FM, positively different radio. food, fun, friends and fellowship? Sure do. Then join us at the Philos Food Hub. For $5, you can receive a large food pack with free fruit and veggies thrown in and a complimentary breakfast as well. Wow. 
Where? At the Adventist Church on Newcastle Road, Wallsend, number 63. Is that the big iconic A-frame church near the roundabout? Sure is, and it starts at 10am every Thursday. Great! I'll see you there.